यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हाई वाई नॉट मिंट मनी इज अ डेली पॉडकास्ट ऑन पर्सनल फाइनेंस दैट हेल्प यू गेट स्मार्ट अबाउट मैनेजिंग मनी वी हेल्प यू अंडरस्टैंड बेसिक मनी कॉन्सेप्ट टू कीप यू फ्रॉम मेकिंग बैड मनी मिस्टेक्स वाई नॉट मिंट मनी इज योर वन स्टॉप सोल्यूशन टू मनी मैटर्स सो लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड वेलकम टू योर मनी जर्नी Hi this is Namrata Patel from Mint's personal finance team and in this episode of Why Not Mint Money we will be talking about women in the investment industry Closer to Independence Day most of us realize we have come a long way when it comes to equality and inclusion however when it comes to finance and investments women are yet in a minority be it as advisors investors or simply from the perspective of financial literacy women are fast catching up in this episode we will be talking about how financial institutions already established professionals and young women themselves can enable an egalitarian financial services and investment industry we have with us today margaret franklin president and ceo of cfa institute a cfa charter holder herself margaret has more than 25 years of experience in the investment and wealth management industry As a founding member of the CFA Institute Women in Investment Initiative, we couldn't think of anyone better to join us today in talking about gender diversity in the investment industry. Thank you for joining us today, Margaret. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for having me, Namara. I'm very happy to be here and uh, to join you on this important conversation. Thank you, Margaret. Having built a career spanning 25 years as a finance and investment professional, what does gender diversity mean to you in this industry? and what do you envision as an egalitarian investment management industry market when i think about um diversity in its broadest perspective we think about making sure that we have diversity of perspective experience um cognitive diversity and uh, oftentimes that really does come from starting with gender diversity it is the universal diversity issue and um no matter where you go in the world and yet almost all research shows that when you have gender diversity coming up to 50 50% um you actually improve your opportunities you improve your risk profile and ultimately you improve your impact and so um i think back to my early days in the career um i didn't notice that there wasn't um diversity from a gender perspective i worked for Barclays Global Investors at the time and um just as my career was really taking off and the management team first of all the CEO was a woman the management team um was diverse from any number of perspectives so it didn't strike me until i was probably in my 40s and um it was just really apparent how few women there were in the business and of course um i think it's a terribly interesting business a really exciting business and one that i had really enjoyed and done well in and um a few of us just began to look around and wonder why there weren't more women in the business and so when we think about um gender diversity uh and an egalitarian sort of system going forward it would be that through the entire system you would see women 
and more broadly diversity, starting from um, the top leadership all the way through the organization. And um, that probably requires us to reimagine how we think about um, talent selection, inclusion, retention, promotion. It is my firm belief, and I think research certainly shows this, that when you have diverse teams and uh, inclusion is present in the system, that the outcomes are really so much better. But it does take more work. And what barriers do you think young women face in this industry? And has the pandemic enabled or worsened the situation? Let me start with what barriers women face. Um, and it starts really from a, a very early age in that it, this is not an industry that is generally presented in a way that makes it um, obvious for women of what the career path is and um, presents it in a way about the very nature of the work that would make it attractive for women. So if you think about sort of Hollywood's um, portrayal uh, the investment industry. We think Wolf of Wall Street. We think about um, Gordon Gecko. Greed is good. And it's never portrayed as necessarily a, a business that does really good work, is necessary, and can be noble. And that doesn't um, generally appeal to women historically. Um, but ironically, in this period of time, many people are starting more broadly to think about the purpose of their work and could they combine having purposeful work, doing good work, as well as having um, a really good career. And so um, I think the first barrier is the way it's portrayed. The second barrier is that women don't see themselves um, generally in the business, and that's because most leadership continues to be predominantly men. And um, so if you can't see it, you can't imagine it. And uh, we like to use the phrase, visibility is validity. And so if I can see it, I can imagine myself um, in that position. So that's the second barrier. And then the third barrier, I think, is really as you're progressing along your career, um, there are times when the pool gets smaller and smaller of women for a variety of reasons. Um, part of those are the labor structure. Um, you know, women uh, obviously have children. And our approach to that really, um, really matters in terms of keeping well-trained, highly committed women in the business such that they can progress to those most senior leadership positions. And um, again, times are changing. So I think the labor structures that will suit women, uh, if we can precisely solve for that cohort, likely have a very strong impact on um, all types of other other people, uh, millennials and Gen Z in particular, who are um, looking for different types of um, different types of work structures. So I think those are the barriers. When we think about the pandemic, um, it has been very consequential for women. And when we look, uh, for instance, in the U.S., we see that 2.5 million women through the pandemic have left paid work. And that is very consequential because getting them back into the workplace um, is going to take some effort. And it's a result of the burden of childcare, elder care, really falling on the shoulders predominantly of women. As you probably know, Namrata, we have a young women in investment program in India 
that we started in 2018. And uh, I recently did a, a session with this year's cohort. And I think about the groups that I've spoken to in the past and a lot of the emails that come post uh, our conversation really relate to how do I reconcile um, my duties as a daughter or in particular um, with trying to have a career. And it's clear that in India, as it is around the world, that much of um, elder care and child care falls onto women. And that, of course, has real consequences um, for their career. And all of that has been laid starkly bare in the pandemic. And talking about millennials and young women entering this industry, I was just coming to your program. So the CFA Institute launched the Young Women in Investment program in 2018 to enable more women to view the investment management industry as a career option. Under this free initiative, young women can join a four-week intensive boot camp that covers a mix of core finance and business skill related topics. Not only are the participants mentored by industry experts, but the, at the end of the training, they get the opportunity to intern at reputed financial institutions. Margaret, this is a wonderful opportunity for young girls to get introduced to the finance industry. How do you think this initiative can help women overcome various barriers and apprehensions and prepare them for a career in the investment industry? Um, Namrata, this is one of my favorite things. As you mentioned at the top of um, the introduction that you did, you talked about um, the fact that uh, myself and Leah Bennett through CFA Institute started the uh, Women in Investment Management Initiative. And that started very simply as a conference um, to bring research to from other industries to show the value of having diverse teams and that you could start very clearly with uh, women because we we are the universal diversity issue. Um, that actually has gone viral and all across um, the world in different initiatives. And one of the early ones was um, India's Young Women in Investment Program. So what I love about this program is not only does it give women the knowledge and uh, technical aspects, whether it be um, thinking about financial modeling, um, different asset classes such as money markets, alternative investments, new technologies that are coming and having an important impact on our industry like machine learning, artificial intelligence. But it also combines those technical and knowledge skills with um, social or softer skills, things like networking and entrepreneurship in the investment industry. And that combination of technical skills plus soft skills we know are increasingly important. So the course program itself teaches both of those things. And then, as you mentioned, the candidates are provided internships with some of the world's leading organizations, such as BlackRock, Edelweiss, uh, State Street, HSBC, to name a few. Uh, I will tell you that I met, um, when I was in India before in Mumbai, before the pandemic hit, I met with the uh, first group of women that were in it. And it was one of the most moving experiences I have had. And um, the stories that they brought and how much um, courage and tenacity and just fierce uh, intention to do really well to the program was in completely inspiring. Margaret, what do you think, you know, other than 
the interest in the financial industry what do young women need to have to enter this industry be it skills soft skills or be it you know yeah. well i think a couple of things first of all you do need the technical skills here's what i would say though to women um considering uh a career in the investment management profession and that is that you will almost have a it's a double edged sword a systemic competitive advantage because as the most competitive firms the best firms embrace and get the practices in for diversity we just don't have enough women and um that will be true for really probably all the way through your career because the pipeline is good but not great and so for those of you who are interested in it it's noble work it's really interesting work it combines politics economics basic math um history behavioral finance uh there's quite a bit that goes into problem solving and of course we talk about soft skills so dealing um with clients whether they be your internal clients you're trying to to um convey an idea for a portfolio for instance or um managing money for um individuals or institutions so i've been in the business for almost 30 years and i have to say when i landed in it i thought it could be a career that would be incredibly interesting and rewarding over a long period of time and it's been exactly that and what role can senior established professionals like you from the finance industry play to encourage more women to join this profession so i think the first thing goes back to a comment that i made earlier and that is um visibility is validity if i can see it i can imagine it and in india there are some very very successful um investment professionals on our board we had uh we have punita kumarasam who is really um well regarded in the uh, in the investment industry along with many other women and what i find about um our generation of women is that when we were kind of coming up through the ranks uh the group ahead of us really broke through the glass ceilings they created the space for us to come in but our cohort uh has i think seized um the opportunity to try and uh lean down and pull up um women we recognize that we have not made as much progress as we would have expected and certainly not that we would have liked so a big part of it for us is to um show up at things just like this to encourage women um to be open and transparent about what our experiences have been and what the opportunities are and then to really try and be visible so young women um can um see and understand the opportunities in the investment business the other thing that i think is changing is the way we look at the purpose of our business before it used to be just generating a return and very technical skills and we now understand that clients have more complex needs and um that complexity and really understanding clients means we need different types of talent and this is where women i think are uniquely capable to add to the system and be very productive within the profession so um i think people like myself along with a whole um cadre of women are really prepared to talk about the industry and then to um really encourage women to um think about this as a as a really great career and oh, you know enabled by such initiatives and mentors like you 
any suggestions and recommendations on what women can do to prepare themselves better from an academic as well as behavioral perspective to become a part of the investment management or advisory industry well i think the most important thing is lifelong learning so if you're thinking about um if you're thinking about the industry uh, i would encourage people to go to cfainstitute.org we have um, just a lot of materials that will help people sort out what the industry is areas of interest that they um, might um, that might spur them to think about this thing um, and then you know i i always think that for me and for many of us um, one of the most joyful aspects of it is this um, focus on lifelong learning uh, i think that you will always um, be required to keep up to speed on trends on things that are changing in the industry, what our clients need to be successful and how we can um, help them get there. And so I think, um, I think most of it starts with understanding, um, what the different parts of the business are, uh, why they're valuable, what types of skills you have and things that you like to do and how that might be, um, how you might translate those things into uh, thinking about a career in the investment industry. Thank you, Margaret, for sharing your experience and vision when it comes to gender diversity in the finance and investment management industry and your advice to young women who wish to enter this industry. We wish you good luck for the next program of Young Women in Investment that will launch later this year. Thank you, Margaret. Great. Thank you very much, Namrata. Delight to be with you on this call. That's all from today's episode of Why Not Mint Money. Thank you for tuning in. for listening in we're also available on livemint.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of mint for some insightful coverage if you have any questions you want us to address do reach us out at ht smartcast we are present on twitter facebook and insta and if you want to connect over email write in to us at mintmoney at livemint.com until next time it's bye-bye this was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.